0: From the North Devon coast, to the Atlantic shores, from the tropical rainforests, to the sunny azores, from Icelandic wastelands, to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Hello,
1: and welcome to the first edition of of Raven's Circle, an online radio show for pagan youth everywhere and even their parents. I'm your host, Raven Moonshadow. I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in today on Cauldron FM. We will start off today's episode with a short welcome ritual. To get started, We'll begin by placing a pillow on the floor, and in a clockwise direction, walk a full circle around the pillow about three paces away. After that, we'll begin calling the corners. So everybody stand up, face east. And if you don't remember which way is east, just think about where you see the sun come up in the morning and face that direction. We'll then follow that up by walking clockwise to the south followed by west, and we'll end up in the north. Everyone ready? Great. Go ahead and walk your circle, stopping once you've made it back to your starting point. Now walking again, head over to your eastern point of the circle you walked face east repeat after me saying the following winds of the east may you always blow strong ever changing hail and welcome to the south fires of the south may your light always shine bright Hail and welcome. Over to the west. Welcome, waters of the west. May you always flow free. Hail and welcome. And to the north. Northern earth. May you be the strength of nature forever. Hail and welcome. Hail and welcome to all who have entered this sacred space. Now come sit on your pillow in the middle of the magic circle you've just cast and free your thoughts so that you may openly speak to your personal deity. Let's breathe in deeply for a count of five. One, two, three, four, five, and breathe out. one. Two, three, four, five. Breathe in One, two, three, four, five. And breathe out One, two, three, four, five. Breathe in One, two, three, four, five. And breathe out One, two, three, four, five. Now, speaking with whichever god or goddess comes to mind, ask or send out energy to those you know may benefit or need it. Speak with your chosen god or goddess, or do whatever comes to you while the music is playing. Now to end this ritual, let's first show our appreciation to the god or goddess you welcomed into your circle, then starting in the north and working counterclockwise, west, south, then east. We'll also thank the elements for joining us as well. Stand up in the middle of your circle. You can face north as you'll be walking your circle again. Once again, say the following, repeating after me. We thank you, Divine One, for your presence with us today. May you continue to guide us on our journey in life. Hail and farewell. And to the north. Thank you, Northern Earth. May you continue to strengthen life. Hail and farewell. To the West, thank you waters of the West for flowing. Continue to flow freely, hail and farewell. To the South, thank you fires of the South. May you continue to bring light wherever it is needed. Hail and farewell then to the east. Thank you winds of the east. May you continue to blow as you see fit. Hail and farewell. Walk your circle counterclockwise one last time. Thank you all who came to sit with us today. The circle is open, but never broken. Stay if you will, go if you must, so mote it be. During the ritual, you are listening to Angel by Celia Faran, off of her CD, Breathe. For more of Celia's music, you can log on to www.celiaonline.com com. Before we move on, be sure to get together paper, something to write with, some crayons, markers, or colored pencils so you can follow along with the show. Right now I'm going to go ahead and play some music to give you time to get these things together. We will be listening to Penny in the Well by Emerald Rose.
2: drive my The crew that will help me feel complete And then I'll sail off to the land
1: you are just joining us you are listening to Raven circle on cauldron FM be sure to grab a pen or pencil crayons colored pencils or markers and some paper so you can join in on the activities while the fun is still going on
2: is the bird that sings a song she sings the song and even hatred cannot just be read Nations fight, still as people we are joy. We all are joy. Our love for life shall be our planet's common coin. So let us go down to the shore where the warm wind fills the sheets. And then we'll join the crew. Welcome
1: back you were just listening to penny in the well by Emerald Rose off of the CD the best of pagan song now for today's topic I'd like to talk to you about banishing negative energy from yourself or ridding yourself of negative energy just to be clear This doesn't actually have anything to do with a particular path. This is something that I do with my own children. They laugh, they giggle, and by the end, they are typically in very good spirits. Now, when we get mad or upset, just like when we're happy or excited, we tend to hold on to those feelings. Positive or negative, good or bad, The energies we hold on to can not only affect us, but also the people around us, as well as the general feeling of a room. I'll give you an example. Have you ever been around your friends and they're in such a good mood, they're laughing, they're carrying on about whatever, and you find that you start laughing right along with them? Well about when your parents are trying to get the family out the door someplace and they're running late? Do you ever feel the stress or the pressure from that? That's exactly what I'm talking about. The energy from the way your friends and your parents feel, or anyone else, can transfer and impart that energy onto you, no matter if it's positive energy, like infectious laughter, or negative energy, like the stress of needing to be somewhere and being late so people are angry or they're upset. You know, carrying the negative aspect of energy around with you can leave you feeling tired and worn out. It's never a fun feeling to be so worn down by your emotions that even the thought of things you need to do tires you out. So, how do you free yourself from negative energy and those feelings of anger? When I was a teenager, I used to go to my room in the basement, play some really obnoxious music at an equally obnoxious volume. I would jump on my bed, scream, and typically throw things like stuffed animals, soft-covered books, I would ball up needless pieces of paper and I would keep all of that there. All of my anger, I would keep there until I finally felt better. Then I usually slept. However, I do not recommend this for you. Number one, while you might feel better, if done while anybody else is home, They may not appreciate your loudness or your activities. Number two, you have now just made a mess of your room and you have to clean it up. After having previously been upset, trust me when I say cleaning your room is the last thing you then want to have to do. As I've gotten older, I learned from that experience and it's always better to get your feelings out rather than keeping them in, but you need to do it in a constructive manner. I still play my music way too loud, but that's when I'm in the car and by myself. I do want to share with each of you a fun, yes, I did say fun, and more constructive way to get out that anger you know, or those feelings of anxiety, sadness, you know, what have you. And the answer to that is jump. I'm sure you're probably saying jump. Jump on what, jump from what? Well, it's not a from what, but it is an on what. Um, One of the more fun ways to get out how you're feeling without yelling at your parents, your friends, your brothers or sisters is really to do the following. You take your basket of dirty clothes, your dirty laundry, and you dump them on the floor. Make sure you have them in a pile. And you're going to start by stomping up and down on those clothes. Feel free to walk around all over them. Stomp on them as hard as you can. Take that stomping and move it over to jumping. Jump up and down and all around that pile. Jump and stomp over and over again pretty soon what will happen is you will feel that negativity that negative energy leaving your body through your feet and once you feel totally better or as good as you're going to feel at that time gather up your clothes back in the basket and if you aren't old enough to do this for yourself Have your parents wash your clothes. This is why I say use dirty laundry. They already need to be washed. So stomping and jumping up and down on them and getting out all of those feelings of anger and frustration, those dirty clothes are easily picked up, put into a washing machine and all of that negative energy that you just jumped and stomped off onto those clothes will be washed away and taken far from you. So now we're actually going to practice. I'm going to play some music for the next couple of minutes and this should get you in the mood to jump and stomp around. Don't feel like you need to get out dirty clothes right now because I'm pretty sure if you're listening to Raven's Circle, you're most likely in a pretty good mood The song I'm putting on for you is called Ogre Dance, off the CD Thread and Stone by Frenchie and the Punk, formerly known as the Gypsy Nomads. So, here they are. Everybody get ready to jump and stop. If you're just joining us, you are listening to Raven Circle on Cauldron FM. Be sure to grab a pen or pencil, crayons, colored pencils or markers, and some paper so you can join in on the activities while the fun is still going on. formerly known as the Gypsy Nomads with Ogre Dance, off of their CD titled Thread and Stone. So, how do you feel? Anyone out there laughing? Are you out of breath? That song actually makes me want to stomp and jump around and really helps me get into a good mood. Like I said before, um, this is the activity that I use with my kids to lighten their mood and help make them feel better. And when they were younger, they would jump on the clothes while we still had them in the basket. And they loved it just as much. I hope you have all enjoyed this activity and a short lesson on how to get rid of that unwanted anger. Now we're going to move into our correspondence journal. Keeping track of items and their meanings in a type of notebook or a binder is called a correspondence journal. Now, there are a lot of books out there that will give you the meanings of things, and you can follow them exactly. But really, it's better if you use them as a basic point of reference. Then look and pay attention to what things actually say to you. If you write down how something makes you feel, or the message that you feel you're being given, then that thing will become what it means to you. That's really the best meaning for you. Now, each person is different, just like the messages they get from things are different. For this page to add in your correspondence journal, we're going to be working with the color red. Take out a sheet of paper, and a red marker or a crayon. Now start coloring in red somewhere on your paper, and make sure to leave room to write down some meanings. Whatever you're coloring, you can make it a shape, you can make it just scribbles on the page. Just keep adding red. Now, of course, it can be different shades of red, or it can be all the same color red. Just keep, you know, scribbling or drawing red all over your page. Just keep coloring red. Now remember, this is your journal, so you're only going to get out of this what you're putting into it. All right, now somewhere on your paper, let's write these uh, meanings down. Courage, independence, physical strength. Courage, independence, Physical strength, courage, independence, physical strength. So, what you've just written is what books will tell you the color red symbolizes. That doesn't have to mean that that's what the color red means to you. i going to play some music now, and while you're listening, just continue to look at the color red that you've drawn all over your paper. Think about how it makes you feel, and what it makes you think of. We'll be listening to and Lullaby by Elvin Drums.
3: To light from the earth below Spinning from starlight to dusky glow Enfolded secrets we long to know you are Mist in the morning begins to rise Fills us with longing for open skies Fly once again amid joyful cries We long Deep in your spirit the diamond and glow Takes us to places we long to go. In soul and energy, you will know who you are. From seven directions, from magic within, faster than light, the eternal spin. Sweet breath of Gaia, light from the sky. Welcome you home with a joyful cry. Always be magic, always awake. Dance to the music you make. you make. That was Dan
1: and Lullaby by Elvin Drums. Now somewhere between how red makes you feel and the textbook meaning of red is what the color means to you. Go ahead now add this page into your journal and while you're going about your day-to-day life see just how many times you come upon the color red When you start to notice a pattern of things repeating themselves that involve that color, add it to this page in your journal. Eventually, you'll know what red means to you when you see it, think about it, or use it. In turn, this will put you more in touch with being able to read the world around you. Okay, well, we're about halfway through today's program and now we're going to take a break. While I play some music, feel free to stretch your legs, grab a snack, whatever you need to do, and we'll meet back here once the song's over. We'll be listening to Guided by Venus by Wendy Roll. Love,
4: herald the dawn. The ship is strong And has weathered the storm
1: you're just joining us, you are listening to Raven Circle on Cauldron FM. Be sure to grab a pen or pencil, crayons, colored pencils, or markers, and some paper so you can join in on the activities while the fun is still going on. Guided by Venus by Wendy Ruhl. It's now time for our divination corner. Everything around you, everything you see, can hold meanings or messages. Long ago, in ancient times, pagans would interpret these messages or clues to advise them of what may occur that day or in the future. This way of interpreting meanings from the world around you, as well as learning to use your insight, has carried on throughout the ages and has come to be known by the term divination. Now, divination is a tool used by people to find out what has happened in the past, what is happening currently in the present, and what will or may happen in the future. Divination readings are typically conducted by someone who is well-educated and trained that particular area. You are never too young or too old to learn divination, and with some guidance your journey can begin. For this particular segment, I definitely recommend you keep a journal specifically for your divination readings. If you are keeping a correspondence journal, You can use a separate section in the Journal for Divination Practices, or you can use a completely separate journal. It's really about your preference and what you feel works best for you. Whatever you decide, it's always good to have a record, so that way you can keep track of the questions you have asked, the answers you have received, and just how correct or accurate those answers were. When you have advanced in your knowledge and go back to reread or review your beginnings into the art of divination, this journal will also help you so you can see how you have grown magically. For this episode of Raven's Circle, we will discuss pendulum divination. Now the pendulum is a fairly easy form of divination as yes or no questions are asked and answered. There are many types of pendulums and the pendulum you choose to use will you know most likely be different than the one that someone else chooses. Some people prefer to use a clear quartz crystal, others another type of stone. My oldest daughter has a pendulum that is clear quartz. I have an amethyst one, and I also have one that is made of venturine. Typically, many pendulums are made of a crystal or another type stone. They will hang from a chain of varying lengths. One of mine is on a chain about 9 inches or so in length. To get started using your pendulum, you will need a pendulum chart or divination board. If you don't have a pendulum chart or even a pendulum, don't worry. At the end of this lesson, I will teach you all how to make your own pendulum divination board. If you have a necklace or a chain that happens to have an object or charm on it, you can use that to practice with at a later time until you have had the opportunity to go out and get your own pendulum, if you choose to do so. Right now, I will just walk you through the basic instructions on how to use a pendulum for divination purposes. To use your pendulum, hold the chain a few inches from the top. You don't want to hold it right at the end, but you also don't want to hold it too close to the base, or bob as it's referred to. Once you have held it, uh, I'm sorry. Once you have it held, um, where it's most comfortable for you, suspend it a few inches above a table, and ask a question that you happen to know is a yes question, such as, "Am I a girl?" or, "Am I a boy?" Be sure to be looking directly at the pendulum when you ask your question. Ask a few other questions that you know to be yes answers, like your age or where you live. Whichever way the pendulum swings, that will be your yes direction. You will then want to ask your pendulum a few no questions. Questions you know not to be true or correct. Again, you want to directly look at your pendulum and maintain eye contact. The direction that your pendulum swings this time will be your no direction. Make sure that when you do consult your pendulum that your yes or no questions are very clear and concise. Asking if it's going to snow today, believe it or not, is actually a very vague or unclear question. Asking if it's going to snow in Lake Placid, New York is a much more direct yes or no question. Sometimes you may ask a question of your pendulum and it may move in a direction that is neither an answer of yes nor is it an answer of no. In this case, the answer becomes a maybe or one of uncertainty. If you should happen to receive a maybe or an uncertain response, don't get frustrated. While you might truly want the answer to be definitive, yes or no, this is really just your subconscious mind's way of telling you you're not ready to receive the answer or knowledge to that particular question. Now that we've covered the basics of beginning pendulum divination, we're going to do an activity where you will make and create your own divination chart or board for your pendulum. I have seen different types of charts used, but the one we're going to make today will actually be very simple. As you progress in your knowledge and practice, open your mind and research some of the other types of charts or boards that are available. You'll never know if there's something out there that you'll find useful by way of another chart. Take out a sheet of paper and some crayons or markers. Now, using your crayon or marker, draw a large plus sign in the middle of your paper. For the vertical line, that's the line that runs straight up and down your page write the word, yes, at either end. For the horizontal line, or the line that runs side to side on your paper, write the word, no, at either end. Now that you have your yes and no points, draw a smaller x, two diagonal lines, through the middle of your plus sign. You want it to be smaller than the lines for your yes and no points, but don't make it too small. On one of the diagonal lines, write the word MAYBE at either end. An answer of MAYBE will let you know what you are asking is possible. Now, on the other diagonal line, draw a question mark. At either end. The question mark will let you know that the answer is not going to be revealed to you at this time. You've now completed your Pendulum Divination Board or chart, and so it should look as follows. A yes, at the top and bottom of your paper, a no on either side of your paper, a maybe diagonally at the top of one side of your paper and diagonally at the bottom of the opposite side of your paper, and then a question mark. Also, diagonally at the top of one side of your paper and diagonally on the opposite bottom side of your paper. This can be put right into your correspondence journal. Feel free to decorate this after the show however you like so that you can truly make this your very own pendulum divination board. This concludes our basic lesson on Pendulum Divination and our Pendulum Board-Making Activity. Well, right now, I'd like to introduce to you a preview of a segment that I will be starting at a later point in time. The new segment will be called the Deity Connection. The purpose of this segment will be to better help you identify And connect with the chosen deity to see that god or goddess as you see them and not as someone tells you to see them a different god or goddess will be discussed and described each time and to make this interactive once I've given you some background on the god or goddess you'll have the opportunity to draw him or her as you perceive that god or goddess to look. This drawing with whatever notes you choose to write down can then be incorporated into your correspondence journal. Now I want you to know we'll be covering a different god or goddess from different pantheons as not all people utilize or connect with the same gods and goddesses. For example, my greatest connection and where I feel my deepest feeling, are with Celtic deities. But I've also been known to call upon and honor deities from Norse, Greek, and Egyptian pantheons. So as I describe chosen god or goddess, write down their name. Yes, I will give you the spelling. I promise. And then feel free to put down a few of the attributes This will help not only with identification, but also deepen your connection. When we get to the illustrating part of the segment, don't be concerned so much with whether or not you're a good artist, but really rather the image that comes to you. In my youngest son's room, I have an art print of a mother goddess with no face, and that's so that the perception of that goddess is left up to the person looking at her. Having that blank face or drawing your own rendition of a deity not only deepens your connection but really personalizes that particular god or goddess to you. For our preview segment we'll be looking at the goddess Epona. She is from the Celtic Pantheon, more specifically Gaulish. However, she is the only Celtic deity to be worshipped for a time throughout the Roman Empire. Epona, spelled E-P-O-N-A, is a protectress of horses, as well as donkeys and mules. She's also a goddess of fertility, of dreams, and of abundance. In pictures and sculptures, you may find horses, which is very common, cornucopia, or even ears of grain. Like I said, she is a protectress of horses, as well as donkeys and mules, if you want to write that down. And also a goddess of fertility, dreams, and abundance. Like I said, associated with her, you may find horses, cornucopia, or even ears of grain. Right now, I'm going to play a song by Kaliana titled I Walk With The Goddess from her CD by the same name. So take this time to get out your crayons, your markers, your colored pencils, and begin drawing Epina as you see her. Remember, there's no right or wrong vision of how you draw her. And while your drawing may be different from another person's, both are correct and perfect for the individual who drew it.
5: I walk with the car. with me She is the cloud me.
1: I Walk With The Goddess off of her CD by the same name. So, how did your drawing come out of Epina? I bet she's wonderful. Don't worry if you're not quite finished. You can take time either after the show or later on to finish it up. But be sure to add this page to your correspondence journal as well as any of the other pages so you always know where to find it. I hope you've enjoyed this preview segment of the Deity Connection and that you were able to make a deeper connection with the Goddess Epona. We have almost reached the end of this edition of Raven's Circle. We're going to round out the show with some relaxing deep breathing set to music. So either sit in a comfortable position or lay on your back on the floor. While the music is playing, deeply breathe in and out for a count of five, just as you did during the welcome ritual. Try to notice how your chest rises and falls with each breath you take. When you exhale, any tensions you have will leave your body and put you into a more relaxed state.
3: Take my hand I will see
1: us to the end of today's show. I would like to thank each of the singers and songwriters who have graciously given me their permission to use their music during the show. Their contributions definitely make a difference. I would also like to thank Cauldron FM and Moonshadow Media for hosting Raven's Circle. And a final big thank you to everyone who has tuned in today. I hope you'll be tuning in again soon. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to leave a comment directly below the link for this show on the Cauldron FM website, cauldronfm.podbean.com. For Raven's Circle... And Cauldron FM. I'm your host, Raven Moonshadow, wishing you all love and light on your journey. Blessed be.
0: The Mrs. Mops range of chutneys and preserves includes traditional family recipes and our own creations using surprising new flavours in amazing combinations. All our chutneys are free from artificial preservatives and by always using the best locally sourced ingredients we are helping to maintain our local economy. Our range is continually growing and you can try them for yourself by booking one of our Come Taste With Me parties. You supply the wine and we'll even bring the crackers. To book a party call us on 07581 735 769 or email admin at Mopschutneys.co.uk Oh by the way, Mrs. Mops Chutneys can now be bought from Nana Sue's on Ilfracombe High Street. Warm, comforting and crafted with love. Old world style and grace handmade to your specifications. Each item is truly unique and all handmade. If you are looking for something bold and showy, or something just like Grandma used to make, search Cozy Crochet and Crafts on Facebook. Sometimes we need an extra pair of hands when looking after an elderly relative, or we need a little help as we approach our twilight years. We specialise in providing a personal care service Our experienced care team can provide assistance with bathing, shopping, meal preparation at reasonable and competitive rates. Please contact Alison on 01271 864 886. Kandar Care. Providing care in the community. This has been a Moonshadow Media production. Take care. Speak to you soon.